Welcome to the Spa Doctor Podcast. I'm Dr. Trevor Cates. Today I want to share with you part one of a two-part series I'm doing on oils for skincare. I receive a lot of questions about these, so I wanted to break it into a two-part series. Today is part one, so please enjoy. Let's start off with talking about what our skin does naturally and the oils in our skin. So our skin does produce its own oils, including sebum. And the oils in our skin are important for a number of reasons. They're, this, the oils naturally produced in our skin help maintain the barrier function of our skin and help minimize water loss. So this helps the skin be healthy and hydrated. And one of the things that is really important to remember about our skin is that it, one of the biggest functions of our largest organ, our skin, is to protect our bodies from the outside world. And so our skin has these built-in mechanisms to help with that function. So some of the things that it does is it has this mild acidity that helps protect it from the environment around us. And also it has what's called a skin microbiome. The skin microbiome is made up of microorganisms that live on and help protect the skin. And when that breaks down, that's when we have problems with our skin, when that barrier function of the skin, that, that protection breaks down and is not functioning optimally, that's when we have problems with our skin. So it's really important to build that back up so that we can have that, that protection. And so what happens is there are a number of things that impact the natural oil production with our skin. Part of that's genetics and also some of its lifestyle, the lifestyle choices we make. So with genetics, you know, you probably know that people in your family, some people uh, will notice people around them in their families have oilier skin. Other people have just drier skin. And our, our lifestyle will also play a role into that. So how much physical activity you get, of course, if you're perspiring, that, that helps produce more of you know, sebum production, those sorts of things. Also, where, you, where in the world you live and the level of humidity and the heat also can impact how much oil production your skin creates naturally. Your hygiene practices. If you are using a lot of drying types of cleansers and things that that re, that remove the oils, it actually could, even though your genetics are oilier skin, you actually could end up with dry skin because of of, of hygiene practices. Of course, you want to use the right hygiene practices to support the natural oil production while keeping it in the right balance. Also, your diet plays a role in the, the production of oils in your skin. There are certain foods that tend to create to increase sebum production. Things like a lot of eating a lot of sugar or eating uh, certain types of fats and oily foods and so also sometimes processed foods can, can also speed up the production of oils in your skin. And that's not always a bad thing, but we wanna make sure it's in check. And so we're getting the right kinds of oils and fats in your diet is going to help with a healthy oil production uh, um, in your skin too. So you're gonna have that healthier glow without creating the problems that people associate with really oily skin. So people with oilier skin naturally 
tend to actually um, oftentimes age more gracefully because they have that natural hydration in their skin. Now, I know they also oftentimes struggle with acne breakouts, so certainly want to talk about oils to help, uh, uh, skincare oils that will help with balancing that. If your skin does not produce enough oils, it will oftentimes appear dry. You could have flaky skin. You might notice your skin aging prematurely. So again, we want it's all about balance. We want to help support our skin naturally. And if your skin is sensitive, your skin might not have that good barrier function. And so it, that could be playing um, playing into the natural oil production in your skin. So you wanna make sure that you have that really great barrier function in the skin so that you're not overly reactive. So one of the things I wanna talk about are some of the common misconceptions. And one of the common misconceptions is that oils are using oils in skincare are actually bad for oily skin because it'll make them oilier, make them break out more. Well, actually, that's not really true. Oils, the right kinds of oils for your skin can be very beneficial, even for oily skin. They're actually good for all skin types. And so people with oily skin oftentimes will, will think that their skin needs to be free of oil. So they'll be using cleansers that strip that that actually strip the skin of those natural oils. And that actually can be very harmful. Foamy cleansers that make your skin feel squeaky clean actually can be damaging. Not only does it remove all the beneficial oils, but it damages that natural pH, that natural myelicidity of the skin and can compromise that barrier function of the skin that helps protect it from the outside world. That barrier function of the skin is so crucial to keep the skin healthy and and doing, you know, to, to keep it from breaking out, to keep it from uh, having redness and irritation. So it's really important to take care of that rather than strip the oils of the skin. We want to use the right oils to create balance. Another myth that I hear is that sensitive skin types should not use oils, but it really depends on the type of oil. Of course, with sensitive skin, we want to make sure we're protecting that barrier function of the skin and giving it all the, the nourishment it needs, including having some great plant-based oils. But the, the thing is, is that a lot of times that barrier function is broken down, so we need to help support the skin. And certainly with sensitive skin types, they can be more prone to reacting to certain types of oils. For example, sensitive skin types might have a problem with essential oils. So it's always a good idea if you have sensitive skin to do a skin patch test. You can do it on the, on the corner of your jaw and the inside here where the skin is very similar to your face. And that way you'll know if you have a problem with a certain type of oil or any skincare product. Another misconception is that you have to use the same application of oils on all skin areas. So most people know that the skin on your face is different than the rest of your body. But the skin on the various areas of your face is also different. So areas around your eyes are different than your cheeks around your nose. So depending upon how much oil production you have in different areas, you want to change the way that you use 
oils on the skin. And, and it really um, depends on the right kinds of oils. So when it comes to like for areas around the eyes, for example, because those don't tend to be as dry, I oftentimes will have people mix a plant-based oil with our step two serum or something that can help um, with that area. So it really depends on you know getting the right oil. The truth is that all skin types need oils, the right kinds of oils. Skincare with oils act as emollients for the skin, helping hydrate, balance, and protect the skin. And they help perform, help with a, the protective layer. Oils with larger molecule size act more as occlusives, where they sit on the sur surface of the skin and don't absorb as readily, but they trap moisture in. Smaller molecular sizes of oils can penetrate the skin more easily. So it's it's good to use a combination of understanding oils when to use the right oils. When I was a kid, I grew up on an organic farm and my family used all natural products. They were really into natural everything. I remember using oils on our, we used oils on our skin like almond and apricot oils. And I remember that the smells and enjoying the way that they felt on my skin. I also recall my dad would open up capsules of the vitamin E capsules. He would open them up and put them on his face. And um, and I know it sounds crazy, but they, you know, cause it's so thick, but he would just put it all, all on his, all over his face. And he would say that he felt it was helping hydrate his skin and help him keep a more youthful appearance. And, and actually until the end of his life in his late seventies, he really did have beautiful, youthful looking skin for his age. So now as an adult, I, I, you know, I started when I was, uh, you know, probably about six, seven years ago, I started to do more research on skincare products and looked at oils and learning about the science behind natural ingredients, including oils. And that I realized that so much of what I used as a child, all of those things, including vitamin E that my dad used, that the, the, the true benefits of these and that they're rich in antioxidants and these the hydration, the fatty acids that help protect, hydrate, and nourish the skin. The key with facial oils are using the right ones. Not all oils are the same. This is really important to understand. It's similar to foods, as you probably heard me or other people say that there's some fats and oils for our diet that are good to eat and some that aren't healthy, like trans fats and, uh, and those, those processed oils and things. They're not as good as some of the pure, pure oils like extra virgin olive oil and avocados oil avocado oils and things like that. Well, for the skin, they're, it's similar where we want to use the right oils. There's some oils that are going to be bad for the skin and some that are actually going to be much healthier and hydrating. For example, the skin, um, when it comes to the skin, mineral oil is an example that you'll find in many, many skincare products. But you wanna, I, I really recommend avoiding it because it, with the problem with mineral oil is it comes from petroleum, which by the way is also where gasoline comes from. So there are concerns about impurities in mineral oil. So that's one of the concerns. And also a lot of people react to mineral oil 
people use it in skincare products, manufacturers use it in skincare products because it's cheap and it has a long shelf life. But that's not what I want for you as a manufacturer of skincare or natural skincare products. I certainly would never use any petroleum products because I know that there are other oils, the natural oils, that are much more nourishing and beneficial for your skin. So why take the risk? It, there are so many great plant-based oils. And, and make sure when you're using plant-based oils to use the pure, unadulterated plant oils, because these are the ones that are really gonna help provide fatty acids and support the skin barrier function. They're gonna help support the skin flora, the good bacteria, the good microorganisms that live on the skin and then keeping it in that healthy balance. Plant-based oils in the right balanced blend can hydrate, protect, nourish the skin without feeling heavy or sticky. Plant-based oils are great for all skin types for different reasons. They help dry and mature skin because of the hydration. They provide this, those essential fatty acids and how they hydrate the skin. But they're also great for sensitive and irritated skin because of how gentle and soothing they could be and helping with the uh, supporting the barrier function of the skin. And this might surprise you, but for people that have oily skin, they're also great. Plant-based oils can be great for oily skin. So you, for those of you who have, know your skin type, and I'm talking about the spot doctor skin types, Amber, Sage, Olivia, Emmett, and Heath. I get a lot of questions about which oils are great for, for each, um, you know, how, how oils can help improve each of these skin types. And so with, if you're not familiar with your skin type, you can go to theskinquiz.com and find out. So with Amber skin types, the right kinds of oils can be so helpful for helping with even out your skin tone. For sage skin types, the plant, the right plant-based oils can also help hydrate your skin, help smooth out some of the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, and help with that dullness that a lot of sage skin types have. And Olivia skin types, the right kinds of plant-based oils can help balance the sebum production in the skin. And with Emmett and Heath skin types, it can, they can help soothe and, and help um, reduce the irritation that a lot of Emmett and Heath skin types have. For me personally, my skin tends to be dry and I'm, I'm 47. My skin loves a good plant-based oil blend. And I tend to be more of the Emmett skin type. For those of you who know the, the skin types, you know, the, uh, the skinquiz.com is where you find that out. And so I, I love a really great plant-based oil blend, but I also understand the, the reactivity. So Emmett skin types tend to be more reactive and have problems with irritation and get sensitive skin. So it's really important for me to use the right kinds of oils that are not gonna be reactive. And also I understand the importance of, of supporting the skin barrier function, both from the inside out and then the outside in. And that's why I named the Spot Doctor Oil Blend Glow Boost because it helps give my skin 
an extra glow. And even though my skin tends to be dry and I'm, I'm 47, my skin is not getting any younger. It's getting older. It, I love having the Glow Boost, which is a plant-based oil blend. It's it's 100% oils. And I keep a bottle in my purse. I apply it throughout the day. I put it on my face. And I also put it on my hands and some of my hair um, because I, I love the way that these help hydrate and protect my skin. If you skip plant-based oils, you're missing a really important hydration step. If you use too much of the wrong oils, you may notice your skin is too shiny and maybe it's even oilier than you like it. Maybe it feels sticky. Um, but if you're an Olivia skin type or tend to be oily in your T-zone, it's a matter of using oils properly. I suggest using, um, you know, if you're Olivia skin type, you might just notice, especially the T-zone where you get oilier skin, then you can focus on using the oils in areas where your skin is drier. Usually even Olivia skin types, so oilier skin types, usually you still have certain areas of your skin that are dry. So you can use, focus on using more of the, the straight oils in those areas. And then mix the oil with our, our step two antioxidant serum or something similar which is not as oily and you blend the two. So then you can use that in the other areas where your skin is oily. You don't wanna avoid oils entirely. You don't want to strip your skin of those beneficial oils using a harsh cleanser or a foamy cleanser. You just wanna make sure that you're using the right balance, that you're using a system for skincare that helps support the oil production in your skin without making it, without stripping it, or without making it create more oil production. There are different types of oils used in skincare. There are essential oils. There are plant-based oils, both unrefined and refined. There are animal-based oils. There are completely synthetic oils, and there are a combination of those. And they're not all made the same. So let me go through each one of those and explain which, what each one, how each one is made. So essential oils are, so essential oils are the ones that are made, they're, they're heavily concentrated oils. You'll notice that they tend, these oils tend to be very fragrant. And so they're oftentimes used in skincare products to help with the create a natural scent but they're also they also have therapeutic value and each essential oil has its own therapeutic value for example you may have you may be very familiar with lavender essential oil it's a very popular essential oil that's used to help with people with relaxation a lot of times people put it in their bath at, at bedtime to help calm down relax um, and uh, other ones are like eucalyptus essential oil which helps open up the airways and helps people with breathing and it'll sometimes be used in diffusers it's also used in skincare products for example tea tree oil is one that a lot of times people that are are breaking out and acne will tend to use to help with with that or it's also helpful sometimes with fungal infections it's important with essential oils to use them properly and carefully. And most of them, especially tea tree oil, shouldn't be used directly uh, on the skin and instead diluted. The other, the other type of oil that I mentioned were 
plant-based oils. Now, again, essential oils are plant-based oils, but I, I put essential oils separately because they're very, very concentrated and you only use a few drops or maybe even one drop in an application of skincare products or they're blended already into the oil, other types of oils. So there are, with plant-based oils, you'll find that these these are come from plants. They're typically the the, the kernel or the seed of, of the, the plant, like apricot kernel oil or pomegranate seed oil. Those types are plant-based oils. Avocado, coconut, almond, there are many, many plant-based oils. These are the ones that are used in natural skincare products that I love. But here's the thing, you wanna make sure that to get the really uh, beneficial effects of the nutrients in these oils that are naturally occurring, you wanna get the unrefined, the pure extra virgin kinds of these oils. And you wanna make sure that they're organic as much as possible. Essential oils the same, you want those also to be very pure, you want them to be organic. And the, the thing is plant-based oils are sometimes used, they'll, they'll refine, use refined versions to help uh, manage and control like the scent of the product and the consistency, the texture, because in nature, one plant can be very different from another. So it can, um, uh, it can make it difficult for manufacturers to create a, an experience for the customer that's consistent because they might get one batch that is different than another. Just like in nature, you'll find that if you have five avocados that you've gotten from five different locations and you open them up, you'll find that each one of them has a different consistency. It feels different, it smells different, the oils feel different. So that's what you find with natural plant-based oils is that one batch might be different from another. So, so a lot of times companies will refine them to help ensure that the customers experience the same exact same smell and experience from one batch to the next. But for me personally with the spa doctor, I really find the benefits of unrefined oil have more of those therapeutic benefits. They're going to have more of the nutrients that naturally occur in the plants. So I, I really prefer the unrefined, extra virgin, cold pressed oils. And I also find that that's very important for essential oils to um, to have them be a pure organic. I've always pure, prefer organic for all of these. And um, and so you could certainly look for these in, in your products. And another type of oil is the that I mentioned is the uh, the animal based. Now you might be kind of surprised to hear that they're animal based oils, but there are. There an example of that would be emu oil, and emu oil comes from emus. Uh, so if you are vegetarian or vegan, or it just does not sound right to you to be using animal-based oils, that's perfectly fine. We only use plant-based oils in, at the Spa Doctor, and we don't use any animal-based oils, but I do I have found, and, that, and there is some information in, in the literature and the research, that emu oil can be helpful with wound healing and repair. It can be beneficial and have therapeutic value. So I don't want to skip over that one because it is one that can have some therapeutic value. Um, and there's also completely synthetic. And that is um, that is one that, again, 
You know, it's more of the mineral oil, the petroleum-based products. And so that's not one that I recommend because of the concern of impurities, people having reactions to them. So I'm, I'm not a big fan of the completely synthetic. And lastly, there's the combination, and it could be a combination of any of the ones that I just mentioned. And if so, for me, if I I know that if it includes a synthetic oil, I I like to avoid those. I don't recommend any of the synthetic. Uh, you, but you know, when it comes to common combination of plant-based oils and essential oils, I do think there are some therapeutic benefits to that. One thing you want to watch out for oils is that they can go bad. They can become rancid. When they become oxidized, when they have been sitting around, if they're past their expiration date, or maybe they haven't been stored properly, they became, they, they were heat, heated up when they were uh, being stored, they were in direct sunlight for a long period of time, they can go off, especially the ones, the plant-based oils that are unrefined, those extra virgin oils, they can become, they can get, um, they can go off. And really all oils can get rancid. Usually you can tell by the odor and the consistency change of the products, especially if you notice and you get the products fresh and that bottle's been sitting around and maybe you haven't stored it properly and you open it up or it's past expiration date and you open it up you can sometimes smell I, I have a really strong sense of smell so I can always feel this um, since that that when it goes rancid it's very strong smelling and so if you notice that then it's if you're if you feel like their oils may be rancid probably don't want to use them you don't want to use them if they have gone rancid but you might want to check with other people and say hey do you think this smells bad too do you have the same experience I do also sometimes the oils when they go off they'll get stickier you don't want sticky oils you want your oils to that you're using on your face to have a nice smooth consistency you want them to absorb easily you don't want them to be sticky and so no, that's one thing that you can can notice notice the smell the appearance the any changes check the expiration date and and it's it really particularly important if you're using plant-based oils that are unrefined so you can know if a plant-based oil is good by its ingredients and also you can look at it and smell it and I want to share with you some information about oils that are really great oils to look for plant-based oils to look for that are are good ingredients but really you want to make sure you're looking over the ingredients carefully and and so you don't want anything added in there, any toxic ingredients added in with your oils. You want it to be pure. And you can check the way it smells. You can look at the color. In fact, the color can show that it's really rich in antioxidants. When it has that deeper, richer color, oftentimes the, that color in the oil means that it's rich in antioxidants. 
you can also smell it. And the the odor, the fragrance of plant-based oils is typically like kind of more of a, a nuttier kind of smell. And there should be, when it's, when it's a pure oil, it should have some sort of natural odor fre uh, fragrance to it. And it should be pleasant, of course. There are, they, these scents, the smell really varies from one batch to another of unrefined plant-based oils. And like we use camelina oil in some of the Spot Doctor products and the moisturizer. And one batch might smell different to the next because of where we source, if we source the camelina oil from different places, or even that particular batch that was that we received, even if it's from the same location, it can smell different. Could be having to do with the farming practices. It could be from the 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 uh, the season it was grown in, the the temperature. All kinds of things play a role in the way that plants grow, and then the end result of the what's naturally occurring, the naturally occurring oils in those plants can really vary. So, um, but if you're getting your oils from a really reputable source, then they should do that work for you of making sure that it's pure, it's clean, it's, it's the experience that you want to have. I hope you enjoyed the information today. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I'll share part two of Oils for Skin. And if you haven't already taken the skin quiz, I encourage you to do that at theskinquiz.com. Find out what messages your skin is trying to tell you about your health and what you can do about it at theskinquiz.com. Also, I invite you to join us on social media. The Spot Doctor is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can join the conversation there, and I'll see you next time on the Spot Doctor podcast.